This podcast contains adult content and sexual themes that is meant for 18 and older. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, everyone. And welcome to It's, it's literature. literature. We're getting really good at that. We're so good. On the point. Didn't even have to count down that time. Didn't even. It is your bi-weekly. Porn-friendly. Podcast. Yep. Or porncast. Or porn weekly. I don't know. Mm. Every two weeks we talk about porn. Well, not pornos per se, but uh, graphic Romantic erotica novels. novels. Yeah, but of the romantic, niche variety. Niche romantic novels. So romantic. Oh, especially the last one. <laughs> uh, so that's basically what this podcast is about, is really weird porn. Uh, that's written, the written word, uh, not not like movies. Which means it's literature. It's literature. Uh-huh. So before we get to our title... Unless you want to talk about stuff first. Do you want to just, like, ram into the podcast proper? <laughs> you know, if there's anything I've learned from these podcasts is you don't use the term ram for anything unless you mean it. Yeah. Because there is things that just ram. Like Lots rammed in the butthole. <clears throat> that is slammed. Fuck. That's okay. But ramming is a term that is ramming, often slamming. used as well. Penetrating. Now, we weren't doing that. We weren't going that far talking about the P word. I mean, that's part of the ramming. No. I've read them. <laughs> Speaking of reading. Penetrating is just so much more vulgar. They like, use it a lot. Thought, say, wait, rammed and slammed. That's just funny. Rammed and slammed. Rammed and um, slammed. Every time I come around, it's ramming and it's slamming, but it's not a penetrating guy. Rammed, rammed and slammed. <laughs> so, basically, speaking of reading, as you recall, last time I didn't have a cutting room floor, I got giant punishment. So, mm. don't well, worry. I can only do one of those per season. We well, decided we that. decided that now, but don't worry, guys, because I got for you some cutting room floor. So there was a lot of vetting for this episode. Um, <laughs> if you guys hear the random panting in the background, that's my dog. That's not me. She's just enthusiastic. Uh, so I found out that, like, <laughs> choose your own that wasn't a video game was very much, like, a thing, apparently, in um, these novels. Wait, wait, wait. What video game is choose your own? Oh, like, a lot of those, like, um, the novel kind where, it's, you know, you have the pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, okay, okay. Like, there's a bunch like, of them. Yeah, the, like. I can't think of what they <clears> Like, the. Right I used to know what they are called. My brain just farted. I know, um, right? Not, like, Until Dawn or, No, like, I mean, no. I mean, those are all like the virtual own. novels. Oh. But the more porny ones. Video games? Yeah. I don't know those. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't played them, but. That Those is definitely exist. Um, News. So, I knew about those, naturally, um, but I didn't really know they were, it's kind of like those goosebumps choose your scare, but here you get to choose your bone, um, oh, but not so much. Choose your bone? Is that what these books are called? No. Choose your bone? I just said that because I'm clever. <laughs> but, they probably are called that. There's like yeah. some creepo who just got done writing a book and said, yeah. I'm going to call it Choose Your Bone. bone. <laughs> I'm very proud because I just kind of came up with that naturally. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the thing is, though, they all it's mostly bad endings, and then you have the one good ending, and that's completing the story proper. Yeah. So it's a bunch of encounters, and then you hope you do it right. The point of all this is I was really trying to get one of those to be Did on Did you do a Choose Your Own book? 
We're, yeah. So, oh, okay. like, was I really like, wanted that to be our, our Yeah, a few episodes time. back, you talked about one of the longest ones you read was 100... 1,900 pages. 1,900 pages. It was yeah. a cheater Is yeah. that this one? Well, we're in the cutting room floor right now, so it's, oh, it's in here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I forgot. We were still yeah. in the, the cutting room floor. Um, so, the uh, thing is, because of how these books are written, because that some of them are scrambled up, or some of them I just didn't really feel like it really fit with what our podcast can, works with, I didn't do them. However... I did read them all, and um, there's a lot of them. So prepare for the cutting room floor. Here we go. We got Gang... Oh, this was not Choose Your Own. Ganged by the Mothman by Sibley Stamps. Ganged by the Mothman? Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. We got... That would be off. That's along the lines of Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't pick it. It was weird. <laughs> It wasn't. It wasn't as entertaining as Slenderman. It was just. It, it was a bunch of Mothmen, and it was like psycho. A bunch of them. There's only one, right? Apparently, there's a bunch. I don't know. Oh. And it was like uh, telekinesis and stuff. There's the Scorpion's Mate by Susan Trombley. Um, that was not choose your own. These, the Scorpion's. The Scorpion's Mate. mate. Was that, is that like the Scorpion King? But... No. So uh, the Scorpion's Mate was about an alien <laughs> who. Was kind of transformed into a humanoidish alien that still looked like a scorpion, but he used to originally just be a gigantic scorpion. It's long. It's not bad. It's just wasn't really funny. It was like a real actual novel. I think that one was 480 pages. That sounds like a Clash of the Titans type era thing. Wasn't there a scorpion dude in Clash of the Titans in one of those books? In one of those movies? The older movies? I think there's a scorpion guy in that. I haven't seen it in a very long time. It, well, I mean, it was made a long time ago. Now we get to the Choose Your Owns. Princess to Pleasure Slave Collection by Amanda Clover. Hey, that sounds like a pleasure. <laughs> Escape the Island of the Eldritch Lust by Amanda Clover. This was actually my favorite, and I wanted to pick this, but she's still writing them. It's a series of books, and there needs to be 13. There's only nine right now. Fertile in My Ex-Boyfriend's Dungeon. A series. Amanda Clover. And The Dungeon of the Monster Breeder, Amanda Clover. And then there was also two by Sean Richards, Be the Supervillain. I really didn't like that one because it was just really mean. Because um, you're being the supervillain. Super right. Yeah, so I really didn't get very far in that. And then Fight in the Sex Arena. Oh. Anyway, none of them really fit what I was looking for. Yeah, Amanda Clover sounds like she does a lot of these. She does. That's kind of her big thing is she does a lot of these choose-your-owns. And she also has really nice art in on hers. Like, she oh, yeah. either hires someone or can draw herself. Oh, that's cool. And um, she does, like, uh, very animated-looking book covers. And some of them is are Is the really elder... Nice. So, she's obviously a and d nerd. Oh, yeah. No doubt about that. Um, so she focuses a lot on monsters and stuff. But anyway, mm. we didn't cover that on um, this. That wasn't time. our forte Perhaps this next time. Next season, I might find one that I think flows better. We keep saying seasons. Do you want to yeah. tell people like how um, long our seasons are going to be and actually touch on that, or you want to wait till the last episode to do that? So basically, the thought is each season will be ten episodes. Then I'm going to take a few months break. To help my brain. Yeah, because it's rotting at this point. I can smell it. It's so trash fire <laughs> that I'm disappointed in myself. And uh, Much less me or our parents. Oh, dear. And so when I become more of a human being again after I go into the mountains and, you know, meditate, 
Um, then I'll come back down. I'm sorry. I'm just listening to the terrible squeak of that ball. Oh. Then I'll come back down and rehash the ruining all over again of my brain. So you're going up on a mountain and then coming back down with, the, <laughs> with your again. ten loss? It, no. It's kind of more like when you do a crash diet and you feel really good about yourself. And oh, you're like, yeah, I and need then you cake. go back and you ah. eat, like, cake and ice cream and yeah. cheeseburgers, and then you're like, yeah. wow, I feel awful. But you felt so good while doing yeah. it. Yeah, like when you lose 50 pounds and gain back 35. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So, anyway, that was the cutting room four. Okay, well, this is episode nine. It is episode so nine. So, there's only one other one That's right. This. That's right. But today, um, I wanted to make our book kind of go in theme with... What's going on right now? And what's going on right now? Did, do you know some people really like Shark Week? Yes. That is a thing. That is a thing. And it's this thing this month. I thought it was next month, but it turns out to be this month. Is it? Uh-huh. In July? It's in July. It's okay. like from the 11th See, to the 18th or something like that. I thought you were like talking about like, I mean, yeah, I didn't know what 18th. country you were referring to with what's going on right now. Because I thought oh, you were going to be that's a good talking point. about 2 plus 2 equals 5. Yeah. No. So like in America... Um, for some reason, people go ape shit over Shark TV for like yeah. A whole I never week. understood the whole Shark Week thing, and people were like, "Oh, great whites." I I never. I think what it boils down to is America is really good about being able to be sold on things, mm-hmm. it and just so takes a, a decent marketing team. It, it does, but like National yeah. Geographic and their Shark Week has a great marketing team, but they do that with just a very simplistic Shark Week. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, and there's nothing amazing about it, and then people are like, oh, fucking Shark Week. Shark Week. Like, I don't know what the deal is with Shark Week. Yeah. And why every year people get, like, so, like, bent out of shape about watching sharks mutilate seals. Oh, I don't know. Um, it's weird. I know Sharknado like, it, is pretty much what I think started the real craze of it. No, I mean, it was this started before Sharknado even was came know. out. Like... Shark Week is basically National Geographic doing, like, episodes of and series on sharks. Yeah. No, I know that. But, I mean, like, and it when it started getting very popular was around Sharknado, the sci-fi thing. I don't know. So, yeah, Shark Week. I mean, you started it, though. So, yeah. what, what is the deal? Okay, so Shark Week. Clearly, that has something to do with the porn novel that you yes, decided it does. to read. Uh, today's... Shark m- Week. Porn novel. Shark Week. Yeah, I can see where those thing, two things coincide. Naturally. <laughs> I mean, their eyes do roll back in their heads when they eat. That happens. Not while he's eating. So. Or is it? <laughs> Wait, what? No. Oh, I don't know. But, uh, so, today's book is Shark Bango by Verna Shaw. Shark Bango. Oh, if you don't know, okay. it, it has to, you know, it's a riff off of Sharknado. Right. But, so here's the book cover. This is one that I've actually read a very long time ago. Um, and I was like, this is definitely a book that deserves to be in the we, podcast. Okay. I've never heard, I mean, this is probably the most simplistic cover that we've seen. Yeah. Well, someone drew it and they yeah. were probably hurt the time. I actually want that on a coffee mug, though. Hmm. You know what I bet, now that I'm really looking at it, is that the author paid someone to do it. They got the rough draft, and then when the artist was like, yeah, it will cost this much to color it, they were like, never mind, and they <laughs> took the rough draft, because um, it is a black and white image. It is. I mean, I, I really do want that on a coffee. Will you give me a coffee mug for that? Sure. 
Yeah. Or a shirt. Yeah. You want a shirt or a coffee mug? A coffee mug. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll, it'll go right next to my um, salted chocolate ball. Chocolate balls. <laughs> I get you the best mugs. Um, <laughs> yeah. So basically, uh, what's going on? I'll, I'll just talk about the cover here while you soak it in. Is there is a uh, gray text that says Shark Bango, and then a, a half naked lady. Her back is facing you. I mean, I wouldn't even say it's half. I mean, like she's definitely. I guess she's not wearing a shirt. Yeah, she's not wearing a shirt. But it, like, it, it's definitely. This is. I agree. She basically came up with this drawing of here's what I'm looking for. Somebody uh, wasn't able to fill it out, and yeah. then she just said, "Fuck it, I need to release my book." Here's Pretty what much. I'm putting here's on there. the cover. Like it, it's. Uh, there is a heart shaped in the ripples that the shark is leaving. Yes, you only cop, see the the, the, the shark is clearly. Swimming in coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a cappuccino. <laughs> his, the, the top, his top fin looks yeah, more think, like a Dorito the than a fin. Dorsal but it fin, I yeah, believe. Yeah, the dorsal fin. Um, anyway, that's it's a, a big ass shark, though. With yes, compared it is. to that dorsal fin. Yeah. Especially, but it's very close to shore. Uh huh. Uh huh. Weird. Okay, so that's the cover. So based on the name, based on the cover, what do you think? I don't know. I just want a cappuccino and a coffee cup right now. Mm. So, Shark Bango. Shark Bango. Uh, let's start off. You. It starts off with a carcass washing on the shore. It's a carcass of a headless shark. Oh, okay. And it washes on the shore. This isn't going to be... Uh, triggers. Thank you. I keep having to remind you. You do. Because I was going to say, this isn't going to be necrophilia, is it? And I'm like, well, what about necrophilia? And then I was like, mm. that's a trigger. And I'm like, she needs to talk about triggers, so let's talk about triggers. Girl. I'm glad you keep reminding me mm. because now I'm just like, you guys are in it, bitches. And just like. <laughs> deal with it, fuckers. It. You'll like it. You deal um, with what you got. So, today's trigger warnings, boo, are sharks, oh, is that supposed to give like obviously. a sirenism? I don't know. Sharks are obviously a thing up here. Uh, pirates are in here, and I don't mean like Captain Jack Sparrow. These are like real pirates in the sea. Oh, of like not day. bullshit pi- Disney pirates, no, but real full like on real pirates. freaking pirates uh, that will kill you because they're real pirates. Um, it's she's okay. I am so sorry. Uh, <laughs> there is some moita in here. There's some murder. There's some death. Is it murder while sex? No. Okay, I think it's fine. I had to think about it. Um, and I guess you could technically say there's some non-consensual stuff as it is a shark and sharks can't necessarily talk. Uh, however, it does eventually get consensual. So take that as you will. Okay. So I don't, I don't know how else to get around that one. Um, I think that's, I guess sharks are fairly non-consensual anyways. Yeah. Like. Oh, also biting. Biting. Biting is a, a thing in here. And like. The only thing that, blood, like, when I think of, like, animals that don't have many feelings or any kind of response whatsoever, I think of lizards mm-hmm. and fish. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think lizards have more emotional response than fish do. Yes, because, um, like, bearded dragons and stuff are actually a little bit more affectionate than not. Right, and fish are just not. Fish don't care. They do not care. And um, so if you were yeah. to take a fish and give it teeth in an insanely carnivorous appetite Appetite. yeah that would be a shark obviously but you're gonna love this book in the inside of a shark's mind is it like a raptor's (laughs) (laughs) 
a little bit. Um, so I did again. Blood is also in here. It's a bloody story. You know, it's sharks. You know, at this point, I think we're on episode nine. Yes. I think if somebody's bothered by blood at this point, they probably shouldn't have. They probably should have stopped around episode two. Yeah. <laughs> the Tetris was so bloody. <laughs> um, <laughs> does not like blocks. Uh, <laughs> well, it wasn't Russian, so you're right. You're right. Uh, the shark don't like the blood. Okay, so sharks are sharks are freaking washing ashore in this beach, and they don't have heads. Sharks, plural. So many sharks. So really? it starts with one shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're and all missing their heads. They're all missing their okay. heads. So it starts with one shark, and this guy's kind of walking around the ocean with his dog. Um, it, they went into actual descriptions of this guy. Hey. I don't know why, because he'll never appear don't again. Lose your head over. So he's, uh, the dog is trying to kind of like eat at the carcass and he's like, no. And then as he's trying to keep his dog from eating the carcass, more sharks just keep coming up to the beach. Oh, so the dog's got plenty of food. Yeah, the dog's good. Um, so anyway, so they call like some. Ghost guard? Guy. Yeah. Shark guard? Someone. Let's see, who is it? Shark guard? They call the shark guard. <laughs> the shark guard. Oh, <laughs> and um, basically they come and, and investigate what's going on, and so they hire this man who, again, will also never appear, um, named Doctor Rex Stack. Rex Stack. Rex. Stack. I like that name. That's yeah. It's a good name. It's solid. My name is solid Rex. as a rock. Solid yeah. as a Rex Stack. Um. <laughs> oh, and, and don't forget to get your casting call hat on. Oh. Well, yeah, but these guys are like, I'm not going to give them like some NPCs. big actor. Yeah. Well, they're all NPCs. Okay. Are you playing as any of them? No. Well, okay, Nerd. so there's really only one main character you'll probably want to cast, but if you want to just go ahead and, and get these. No, guys. these would be just like extras. Okay. So they call this man named Rex Stax, and he's looking around, and he's like, something's killing all the male sharks in the area. He's he's investigated. Mm. They're all male sharks, naturally. How can you tell? I guess he's looking at their wings. Did anybody like lift the skirts or something? I don't know. I don't know how to investigate a shark's wing. That was a Jurassic Park line. Oh, wrong species. I'm just kidding. It was it was funny if I caught it. Anyway, so they're concerned because if all the shark if all the male sharks die then eventually there's just going to be a bunch of inbred sharks swimming around because there's just one male mating with a bunch of ladies. That's how he wants it. That's how he wants it. And he so they don't want a bunch of for inbred sharks running around and, I guess, eating all the swimmers because inbred sharks are more dangerous than regular sharks. Just go with it. Why? I don't know. That's just what their concern is. Okay. So anyway, inbred sharks. He Break looked at all the dead too. sharks. And he's like, I got just the team to take this guy out. Okay? Guy. So he assumes it's a guy killing all the... Di- he does assume it's like a guy. Like a human? No. Like a shark. Okay. Um, so, we meet the team. So, as we meet the team, it's like uh, a few biologists on a little rickety boat. And they're all girls. Oh, man. Have you seen the Deep Blue Sea? Yes, I love that. That was totally going to put LL Cool J in here. Oh. The only one who fucking survives. 
Yeah, that's so good. Oh, sorry. Too. If you guys haven't seen that movie, Spoilers. I just ruined it. No, him and the other dude survive, right? Because the girl. No. Oh, I thought two of them survived. No, just LL Cool J. That was, I tell you, that I was movie. shocked when the girl died in that, though. Me too. That's I what, was like, like, no way. Yeah. I did not expect them to do that. Well, same with, like, well, you know, there's spoilers, but who? it's an old movie. When they <laughs> straight up killed uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who was, like, a, a huge actor, and in the middle of the movie, he's, like, giving this amazing speech. And it was that was great. funny, though. No, but it was like, was oh, like, shit. Cause when I was up on the mountain and we ate those people, like, blah. Yeah, yeah. like, no, like uh, that movie had the most unexpected kills It was ever. great. It's, it's one of those, I, I would still watch it again. No, I like it. But you'll never be able to enjoy it as much as you did the first time. No, the you very know first time. Happen. Yeah, exactly. But the very first time when the people were dying that you don't expect to die in deep blue yeah. sea. Fucking yeah! You're like oh yeah. When I agree, when they killed the same when the, when it came through and yeah, Samuel Jackson had a little thing, but yeah. the girl was what that was, was most because that was at the end of the movie, uh-huh. and I thought yeah. she would be one to survive. Fuck no, LL Cool J because you can't kill LL Cool J. And he had the great song "Deepest Darkest." My heart is like a shark fin. It was great. I don't remember that. I do. I, I loved it. Was that around the same time that rappers were in movies making, like, the songs for the movies? Like Probably. Like, Fresh Prince did a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> anyway, there's, like, three three boat ladies on a boat. and um, Boat ladies on a boat? Boat ladies on a boat. And only one of them is a marine biologist. Uh, so, she's the only marine biologist on this board, or this ship. The ship is called the Mako. Made me laugh, Final Fantasy VII, I'm a nerd, whatever. So, the ship is called the oh, Mako. Oh, see, I was thinking Mako sharks. That's probably what they meant. <laughs> 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 I'm just like, Final Fantasy! <laughs> Mako. So, her name is Margot Benchley. Um, and... More like Margo Bitchley. Am I right? Uh, uh. That's okay. So, um, they're, like, drinking, the the ladies are drinking, and talking about... (laughs) You know how, I guess, people, dudes, whatever, they talk about their war scars, and so they'll, you know, pull out, you see this, I got this, and nah, and and pull it hit me. Like, lethal weapon. Yeah, it's not a thing I don't think people really do. Mel Gibson movies. Yeah, so they're like doing that, and so the captain you see lady. This? I got this from a fan when I was five years old. Yeah. <laughs> so the captain lady like peers or takes the the neck of her shirt down so you can see her neck, and she's like, "You see this? I got this fucking a guy who put on vampire teeth and bit me. It was so hot." So they're, like, doing these war stories, but bedtime stories, oh, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, see this. Okay. And then one lady, I don't know what her job is. She's... There was a big moment in one of those movies. Uh, I'm sorry. A big one of these moments in um, Swamp Thing 2. Oh. <laughs> Bring that back. So one lady, she's like, what was her thing? I can't remember what her thing was. Oh, oh. She, she freaking lifts up her pant leg or skirt or something and shows this giant scar along her thigh and she's like you see this i got this because i was reading lots of dinosaur erotica and it made me really hot so i got my boyfriend to put on this really expensive raptor suit and he chased me down and he was getting so into it that he slashed my underwear off and it ripped a giant hole through my thigh and so that kind of ruined the night but we were so turned on 
Anyway. And then I found out he had been following me, and really he was a raptor. He was a ghost He's raptor. A ghost raptor. <laughs> so they're like drinking and, you know, like nonchalant. Oh, and then man. as uh, Margot goes to reach out for the bottle, somehow the wooden table snags <clears throat> um, her sleeve down to reveal a big scar along her forearm. And they're like, oh, what's that? How'd you get that? They're in their sexy voice. They're in, so. Well, they're talking about sex. Okay. Yeah. Because that's, that's usually the female sexy voice. <laughs> yes, yes, Oh, my is. God. Yeah. Uh. So, she's like, well, that's just something that happened when I was on the Borealis. Now, what's the Borealis? So like the Aurora Borealis? No, but good, good question. So, the Borealis was this ship. When she was in college, she was dating this guy named Bruce. And they were studying marine biology. Now, Bruce was failing... But he has extremely rich parents. Can be Bruce Campbell. Sure. Awesome. Although, he's supposed to be kind of younger. And, but if you want. Bruce I'll Campbell was young at one okay. time. Okay, alright. It can be Bruce Campbell from Army of Darkness. Or sure. Bruce Campbell from Evil Dead. Okay. So, his name's Bruce. And he's um, he's not dumb. He just doesn't really want to do anything. No, so. Yeah, he was failing college, and they were dating at the time, and she was working on this thesis of a shark mating or something like that, naturally. And um, his parents, to get him to pass, paid for him, or put a donation towards the school, and so he started passing. Donation, quote-unquote. Donation. So, at some point during this donation, they also gave him, like, a giant boat called the Borealis. And funded this excavation where they could research the mating of sharks for his <clears throat> senior thesis paper and stuff like that. Oh, wow. And she was the lead marine biologist of it because she would probably actually was get the report Was she still done. in college, though? Yes, they were still in college. The hell is she a marine biologist if she was still in college? She was doing the, like, res- research for it. She, she wasn't a marine biologist yet. She was, do this Working is what on, she got okay, okay. known for in the field. Gotcha. Um, so this is, so the, the ship name was the Borealis and, um, while they were on the boat, cause they were on the boat for like, it was supposed to be a year long venture. So I think a couple of weeks once they got Ugh. on the boat, he proposed to her and you now. You been on a boat for a year. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so now they're engaged. Okay. Oh, okay. So they like each other a lot. It's her fiance. Hell the king, baby. And remember this happened. So this story mostly takes place in the past and she is telling this story to her new shipmates who are hunting this shark who keeps eating other sharks. Ah, okay. Okay. So that's what happened there. So they're researching and, you know, she talks about how much she loved Bruce and how much uh, she enjoyed having sex with Bruce oh. and that they would go at it all the time and that he reminded her a lot of a shark because they would constantly have sex. Sure. I don't know anything about the mating of sharks, so, okay. We'll go with it. Uh, uh, Anyway. Sharks are fish. Sharks are fish. They have sex for one reason and one reason alone. To breed? Yep. Well, he does enjoy breeding. Um, So, anyway. So, they're like six months in. They're, you know, banging and researching. And all of a sudden, some pirates, real pirates, uh, come up to their ship, which is a nice ship. And they're like, hey, it's our fucking ship. So they go and they shoot 
some of the crew members because remember the the parents also paid for a crew like this is a big yeah, 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 thing yeah. so they're like shooting the crew members bruce is sort of in the stairwell right now kind of planning out what to do and meanwhile the pirates are rounding up the uh, existing crew members they were throwing the dead ones over the boat to the sharks sharks are circling around them yeah and they kind of circled up uh Margot and three other survivors. Okay. I don't know their name. And <laughs> it um, doesn't matter. It doesn't particularly matter, no. So while she's like looking around, she notices Bruce isn't out there and she's like, Oh, Bruce is gonna call for help. We're, it'll be fine. So it turns out the radio's broken. Bruce can't really do nope, anything. Bruce can't do shit. Bruce can't do shit. So he's like, Okay, the best thing I could do is uh kill them, I guess. So he goes out and he, like, busts the head open from one of them, takes his gun, shoots that guy, and is, like, trying to kind of kill the pirates. Okay, Rambo. Yeah. It doesn't work out so well. They uh, quickly take him down, like, they beat his head. Sure. And he's all like, hey, ouch, but also, I'm the one you want. Uh, I'm the rich guy. Let them go. I'm rich Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Wayne. Let them go. Oh, no. We weren't going to go there, but okay. Yeah, let them go, and then, you know, you can have this ship and whatever. You can have me, the ransom, who cares, and they'll be free. Uh. And so the pirates are like, yeah, okay. So they do that. They make this little raft and send uh, Margot and the survivors off into the waters where all these sharks are, but they're in a raft. And then when they're about 100 feet away, uh, Margot's looking up at the ship. <laughs> Not funny, I'm sorry. It's funny. <coughs> Margo's looking up at the ship, and the pirates just cat Bruce, like, pop, pop. And um, then she's like, oh, my God, that's her fiancé. She loves him. Oh, my God. I should also point this out. This just happened. They just shot her fiancé that she loves. She's panicking. And then they started shooting at the raft. And they didn't hit the people, but they hit a bunch of holes in the raft, and there's a bunch of sharks in the water. So the raft sinks down. Um, everyone's panicking, and Margo's like, don't freak out because sharks can smell fear. They'll okay. know you're freaking out and they'll oh. want to kill you. They generally smell blood, but <clears throat> fear. No, sure. only fear. Uh. So they're swimming around and there's corpses everywhere of her friends and stuff yeah. because they were just, you know, attacked. And so, um, right. So she's like waiting across the water. And as she's waiting, there's a bunch of tiger sharks that she can tell they're tiger sharks based on their fin. She knows a lot about sharks. Okay. So they're going, they're circling around the survivors, and they're ready to kill them. All of a sudden, she sees a much bigger shark, or fin. And then... (laughs) (laughs) I was seeing where you're going with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she sees a bigger shark. Okay, okay. It, It is. It's a great white shark. And then he just, like, starts ripping the tiger sharks in half and throwing them in the air, just, like, demolishing these tiger sharks. And, of course, they're all, like, floating in the water, like, we're, oh, my God, right? Like, the right, right. death everywhere. And then everywhere. he gets a boner. Mm. So, <laughs> so they're, like, freaking out. And then, uh, I'm sorry, the, the, um, the shark, he's... He sees these, quote-unquote, dainty limbs floating above his waters, and he's intrigued, but not aggressive. 
So he goes and he's kind of like circling her and he, he is thinking about how graceful this red-headed human is and uh, how hypnotic she is. I see, yes. Because that's how, how sharks, think. sharks perceive people. Uh-huh. I could bite you or mm-hmm. I could admire your curves. Yes. So, quote from the book. Oh. Her powerful yet lithe limbs Cutting through the water, his water, sent out remarkable and sensual waves that his sensitive cortex could not ignore. Hence, a shark boner. (laughs) (laughs) So, she sees this fin circling around her, and she's doing. But it wasn't a fin; it was a boner. Yeah, it's just. Uh, He's swimming swimming upside upside down. This big shark dong just yeah. just flopping around. <laughs> so, not flopping if it's a bona. Uh, so, it's still a little flop. Yeah. So she um she's trying to not freak out because she don't Those want to. These are thin. weird, by the way. Yeah. It gets into that. Okay, go ahead. She's trying to not show fear or whatever. Um and he thinks she smells nice. Sure. <laughs> um so then She don't smell like blood, but she does she smell nice. nice. Like flowers. <laughs> She's been on a boat for six months. She's but, on you know. a boat. So then, <clears throat> because he's kind of testing out the waters, if you will. Oh, he, I like what you did there. He kind of grazes her thigh. Oh. Um, and she's all like, ah! But she has to keep herself from being like, ah! So she's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> she auto-tuned? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently he took this as like that's so hot. Oh, so it wasn't his fin he was brushing across her thigh. No, it was his, his shark boner. It was his body. So anyway, so he is like, cool. I'm gonna bang this one. So he <laughs> he swims up from under her and catches her somehow with his. Is it a dorsal fin? The top fin? The top one, I think so. Yes, with his dorsal fin. I don't know. And I'm drifts not a her away. Shark and and an anatomy person. Yes. Um, so he drifts her away and she's just like, ah! So he's like, imagine swimming in the water with sharks. Nope. Now carcasses of sharks. And then the one, one of your survivor friends, you just see her go, ah! Like flies, <laughs> flying away. And leaving the survivors there, like her friends, and they're just like, um, okay. And it says apparently they did get rescued later, and they thought that she was eaten by a great white shark. That's all they know. So this but no, she had sex with that great white. So, oh, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead. You are jumping ahead a tiny sorry. bit. A tiny bit. So he takes her several miles away, very far away. And um, how this work is a little confusing but basically, he, he dips down, uh, and he makes her float again. And then he just kind of continuously circles around her and puts his fin... I'm so sorry. He rubs his fin into her parts to... Lady parts? Yeah, into her lady parts to... Her vulgarities? hmm <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> and she, she's See? like, you know what? What a great opportunity this is for me because I studied male mating. What a great opportunity this is for me to fuck a shark. <clears throat> yeah. I studied male mate or um, 
shark meeting. Now I get to actually do it. So as far as the non-con part, this is where it starts becoming consensual, I guess, because she didn't want him dorsal thinning her downstairs, but here we are. <laughs> um, also, I made a note that this is how she somehow cuts her arm because apparently his dorsal fin is, like, razor sharp, which makes me wonder what's going on down there because, holy shit, but it cut her arm enough to leave a scar. Okay. What? Don't know. Why? Well, because. That's what the book says. So then she reaches for his dorsal fin and then, like, swings her body, like, on his back and just kind of starts grinding on his body and he's all like cool I guess you go ahead and do that so she goes and she does that and eventually he um, rolls on his back so that his his you know erection is showing and then it talks about shark peni um, I say oh. peni because apparently they have double penis do they? that's what it says I didn't look into it <laughs> not gonna lie I didn't do my research there but uh, it says that the the their double penis is what sharks are well known for. Really? Guess so. Uh, and to be clear, <clears throat> it is um, as long as a vacuum cleaner. So this is oh, not wow. small. And um, I do like this because it says once she looks at it, when she's like assessing the situation, she goes, "Quote, you're gonna need a bigger throat." <laughs> End quote. <laughs> that was good. So. Uh, oh, shit. Why do sharks have two penises? Yeah, I mean, she, they, they did more research than I did. Oh. Weird. Looks kind of like it. Oh, they're huge. Anyway. So, um, she kind of licks it for a while, and she's like, tastes like fresh seafood, whatever. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> She mounts it, and in the second, the very second she gets all the way on the thing, she comes immediately. Um, he doesn't, though. So, she, you know, long story short, she does stuff, okay? Read the book, please. Clearly. Support our authors. Uh-huh. Um, and read it yourself. I'm not getting into all this. We got a story to cover. <laughs> We're looking for stories. <laughs> so, okay. Now, I do want you to keep up. Her fiancé just died. All of her friends on this boat just died terrible deaths. She's been swimming in basically an ocean of blood and just got fucked by a shark. Mm. And she's like, yeah, this is fine. So as she, like, you know, finishes up, she's like, I'm going to call you the new Bruce right away. This Ew, kid got shot wow. in the head. And she's <laughs> like, this is my Bruce. Um... Clearly, she wasn't very attached to old Brucey. I guess not. So, anyway, so she has a new Bruce now. He's been replaced. And Bruce takes her to this island where she can live. And so, you know, stuff happens. But she's basically on this island for weeks to months. It's unclear. Surviving off of, like, old half-eaten fish that Bruce brings her. Because Bruce is a quote-unquote provider and so the shark, Bruce the, the shark. shark, and then okay. you know they bang in the water and stuff. And she <coughs> right. considers them basically married. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens when you have sex with a shark. They're basically married. Um, so s- stuff happens, 
and she's totally in love with this this shark, and okay. he's in love with her. Sure. So, fast forward to an undetermined amount of time. She's on the beach waiting for her husband, love fish, Bruce, and she sees um, the pirates. Are, are, their ship is coming to shore. Uh-oh. And she's like, oh, fuck, right? So she runs into the woods, or the forest, whatever this is, and she sees that there's actually a little pirate village. You know, she might have seen this before if she wasn't so busy fucking a shark, but anyway. <laughs> and two dongs. There was a pirate village in the middle of the island. She's like, oh, shit, this is like this is where they island. go, yeah. She kind of looks around, and, and she sees that the pirates are there. It's really not that exciting. But she's having mixed feelings because she's like, I hate these pirates, and I want revenge for what they've done to me. However, if they didn't do all this, I wouldn't have my new love, Bruce. I wouldn't have met the new Bruce. That's right. So she's kind of because like... I still have the old Bruce, who only had one dong. One dong. So, and it wasn't as long as a vacuum cleaner, surely. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so she's like, okay, well, I'm going to go to New Bruce. Like, he can do something. And let him know Hey, what's about up, this, bud? Right? Bruce will fix it. He can understand English. <laughs> hey, so Bruce, goes, that has to stay in the ocean. <laughs> uh, so she goes down to the beach again, and she's waiting for Bruce for, like, hours. And, you know, she don't, he, she don't know where he is. And the pirates come out of the forest, and they're like, hey, aren't you that girl? And she's like, ah! So she goes and she runs and they catch her or whatever. Bruce, help me. Help me, Bruce. And so they pin her down and they're like, you know, we got his ship and now we have his woman. Uh. So they go and they, they bind her up and they put her on a raft, blah, 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 pirate rape. They didn't rape her yet. They're working on it. So they put her on a raft and... um. They, they were going to take her to the boat to have her. Their Bruce, oh, God. Tell me, Bruce. Well, actually, Bruce was in the water. He was circling around these boats like, hey, what the hell? And so she jumps out of the boat. Now, her hands and feet are tied. So she jumps out of the boat, is sinking, and Bruce smells her concern. <laughs> and what does that smell like? Concern. Pickles? I guess so. Cucumbers. <laughs> And so a hand reaches down, grabs her out of the boat, and but it's too late. Bruce already knows that his woman's in danger. So ultimately, a giant murder spree happens here, and he starts ramming into all the pirate boats. Apparently, there's quite a few of them. Eating the people, you know, they're shooting at him, and he's just so mad that he don't care. He so eats them all, doesn't even care. Pretty much. He's, like, throwing things in the air and bumping people off into the water and fighting them in half. It's just a blood, blood, bloody scene. They're throwing grenades. And at one point, he goes down, and they're all like, yay, because they're, you know, surviving. And then he comes out of nowhere and jumps out of the water and just lands on their boat, and Uh-oh. they all die. Um, I think there's also a point where he purposefully cuts her ropes on her legs and her wrist with his dorsal fin that's uh-huh. like a blade. Yeah, uh, super again, sharp dorsal fin. I would like to point out that he he did things with her downstairs with, and she was fine physically, I guess. Oh, yeah. It, it's it only, only hurts. sharp when it needs yeah, to be. Yeah, it's only sharp when it needs to mm-hmm. be. It's like a uh, triple-edged sword. Right. So, anyway, I, this, this took a lot out of Bruce, and he did die. Um, oh, no. Because, well, they were shooting at him and throwing grenades and spears and shit. So, he did his last revenge He's got two attack. dogs. I know. 
He did his last you know revenge attack and died. the story that is? Hmm? Two dongs won't save you. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, two dongs won't make a right. <laughs> two dongs don't definitely don't make a right. Now, that could be a shirt. <laughs> so, anyway. How <laughs> did I miss that? <laughs> two dongs don't make a right and uh, choose your bone. <laughs> two dongs don't make a right. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, that is a shirt for sure. So she's all like stunned, whatever, and she's crying and wishing she was dead, um, was the actual quote. So she's just kind of floating in the ocean for an undetermined amount of time. She said it could have been hours or days that time didn't matter anymore. And eventually she gets rescued, and um, the Borealis was retrieved back from the pirates. So she got all of her research back, wrote a thing became a famous marine biologist, and dedicated it all to Bruce. Now, everyone... Which Bruce? Yes. Everyone thought that she meant the fiancé, obviously. But she really meant the shark. She normally. really meant the shark. Um, so, back to the present, right? And her ship crewmates are just looking at her, like, like... What the fuck? Exactly. Here they're talking about, you know, people... You've been fucking sharks. And so they're just like looking at her like, um, and then she goes, quote, I grabbed some good ones. Anyway, since then, I haven't been able to watch Jabberjaw without putting my hand inside my panties. <laughs> End quote. What the fuck is Jabberjaw? Oh, it's that cartoon about sharks. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, the guy that's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate Jeffrey. And the one that he talks like Curly from yeah, the Three yes, Stooges? Yes, oh. Yeah. So then... That makes me so hot. <laughs> so then the girls are just staring at her like, what are we dealing with? Right? What is what? And so she gets up and she's like, and now there's a big horny shark out there. I'm going to bang him. And then that's the end of the book. We don't even talk about the decapitated sharks from the beginning. What? We do know that this is the team that will take care of it. And the way I suppose they'll take care of it is having her. She's going to go fuck a shark. Yeah. That'll help. I've seen it. You remember a few episodes back when I said all these stories have terrible fucking endings? Uh-huh. Yep, that's up there. Well, where would you have ended it, I ponder? Oh, I don't know. Maybe having a reason for the decapitated sharks. Maybe having, like, some kind of closure behind that. Yeah. Maybe having a reason why What's-Her-Face has some kind of reason why she can, like, do something about the decapitated sharks. Rather than, hey, guys, anyway, now that I've told you this story, I'm going to go fuck a shark. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree. It was weird. It was actually, because, you know, as, as I'm far as... I'm telling like, you, these authors have, like, a certain number of pages that they have to fill, or a certain number of words they have to write, mm-hmm. and then after they hit that note, then they're like, oh, shit, I'm at 51, or I'm at 765, and then they go, uh, let's end it, and then the publisher's like, sweet. These are self-published, so it's all it's all up to them. However, this was 24 pages. Yep. <laughs> so, um, there you go. These endings are awful. 
Like, he had so many different openings. Like, the ending for this book is as bad as the cover. Yeah, okay. The ending is really it's bad. Especially incomplete seeing how the beginning the was cover. pretty intriguing. Yeah, like, yeah. the whole storyline, okay? Like, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, like, as far as fucking a shark. Sure, but, but it they, they put in the nose that the sharks have two dicks, and yeah. the shark did all these things to save you, and you got your life saved by a shark, and yeah. you... You, like, commemorated your book by the name of this shark, and yeah. yada, 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 and they hired you to save, like, these sharks because they're being decapitated, and then you had, all, it, you know what it reminds me of? So, I've been, like, talking amongst, like, friends of mine how disgusted I was with episode eight Sorry. of Star Wars. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about Slenderman. No. Eight. No, no, of episode eight. Of Star Wars. So, basically, J.J. Abrams in Episode 7... No, wait, hang on. One, two, three, four, six... Yeah, 7. Gave the next director all this shit that he could have done so many things with. He, like, opened it up with, like, Ray like, handing the lightsaber to Luke Skywalker. The first time he's seen this lightsaber since his hand was cut off in Episode, like, 5. Okay? So, he gave him all this stuff, Right? And so the director was like, you know what? I appreciate you gave me all this stuff to make the this movie great. But I'm going to take that. And I want to do what I want to fucking do. So Luke Skywalker gets this lightsaber that he hasn't seen in, Jesus, years. Mm-hmm. Because he lost it when his hand was cut off. It was the lightsaber that Anakin Skywalker had before he became Darth Vader. Oh. That very one. And he goes, ha. Huh. And throws it behind his shoulder like it's fucking bullshit. Like, I don't even care about this anymore. Like, But he doesn't, right? Something about the Jedi Order he don't like anymore? I haven't seen them. Here's the thing, though. but That's only based upon what this director did for... We, we don't need well, the writer, it. though. It'd, it'd be yeah, up to the writer the, more. Yeah, but it's also the director. But I'm telling you, basically, it was the... Net, like, it, if J.J. If Abrams himself, who's an amazing director... Gave you basically a gold platter and said, look, here's everything you need to make a story. Do with it what you will. But I've set everything up for you. And you're to go, oh, that's nice. And throw it away. And then recreate a pile of dog shit. That would be what episode that episode was. Anyways, all that the same. What he did with that reminds me of what this lady did with her own book. Yeah, like I can you, see you that. created this huge storyline where you could do so much with it, even yeah. though it's weird that she's fucking sharks. But, but it the, was still actually a good. Yeah, story. it's like okay, the shark is like yeah. defending you and everything, and you're like, well, that's neither here nor there. That explains my scar. I'm gonna go fuck a shark, and yeah, like, and it, it shifted in what? tone a lot, too. and then that's like, it. Yeah, like I'm. Yeah, these stories they build up so much, and then their ending is. It, it that one was strange because um, you're right I actually did enjoy reading it because there was a lot of stuff that was in there who was the the Rex she developed a lot I mean just based upon what you just told me yeah. I, I, mean, I didn't even read it but like I'm like wow there's a lot of development here yeah and then it was like and then Jabberjaw and you kind of go ha ha which but it, it's, it's is weird. gross by the way because Jabberjaw is, is terrible I hate Jabberjaw <laughs> like it's, it's like a terrible version of Curly from the Three Stooges. Yeah. Average all. Um, so, and, but she's yeah. like, yeah, I rub myself or what time I'm watching. I'm like, uh, Ew. Right? 
Really? That's, that's, that's the comparison? Well, I guess there's no other comparison, but, I mean, that's I the comparison? Know. Like, I think if I was Bruce the Shark, I'd be a little insulted by that. Slightly. Yeah, you're like, that's what you thought of me? Really? That thing? My two dongs and protecting you? That's, that's what you thought what you of me? Thought was me Jabberjaw? Jabberjaw? No. Right. So, And then she's yeah. like, well... I guess I'm going to go fix this whole situation and go fuck a shark. Well, yeah, what's the point of the other two girls being there? If they I don't know why you're here. Bang a shark. They're just going to be cast out anyway like her other crewmates. Clearly, you are useless. All we got to do to save these other sharks from being decapitated, de- decapitated is go fuck a shark. That's all you got to do. <laughs> no, these, these, these stories have terrible endings. Okay, yes. I mean, I can't super argue that. A lot of them. It feels like... It, <laughs> it's just sad because know. they have really good build-up. Yeah. But, like, I almost feel like the cover befits the ending. Mm. And, again, like, I don't know, but here is my theory. Okay. You know how when you're working on a project and, really, it doesn't take a super long time until you either, A, stop doing the project... Or B, you, you're you just fucking done with it. And you just kind of blur it out so that you can push it out there and say, look, I finished. I fucking finished. And yeah, you just kind yeah, of do I like that. that. I that. So it's not I like. I mean, but she clearly couldn't have been writing on this for like an extensive period of time. No. She wanted to hurry up and get it out. Uh-huh. So, you know, if you're writing so much stuff about shark porn, I guess, you're just kind of like, you know what? I'm done. Well, she got, took so much time, time to develop all this other shit. I don't know, and then I would bet that the illustration came even later when she was really tired of it, and she was just kind of wanting it out. I guess she probably you know, wanted it, to hit what, it. What's to get bad the is people. like I'm. <laughs> I guess it's goofy that I'm like <laughs> getting so involved in these romantic novels They're about involving. shark porn, <laughs> where I'm like disappointed in the author in the way that they end it. I mean, no, because it's a legit. There was. Something happening. There was story going on. What about this? There was like charge? okay. I'm like I'm like along the lines with this of like Harry Potter. Like if you, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, and Voldemort decided, never uh, mind, bitch. I'm out. And he left. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> what about all the stuff that he did? What about how Harry's supposed to like defeat him? What about what? He just left. No, he just left. He just went to the Bahamas. He was what? tired. And had sex with a random lady. Yeah. Probably and then, like Beatrix, I would assume. Actually, no, he didn't. He went, well, guys, I would do this wizard battle, but I'm going to go fuck a lady. And then he disappeared. <laughs> and they never saw him again. The amount of investment that people put into Harry Potter books is huge. And if you were to take that and then just be like, you know what? Never mind, guys. Shit ending. That's what that felt like. Yeah, a little bit. At least I didn't have to read, like, seven books of the shark bingo, though. It was 24 pages. That would have been a little rough. Although, I don't know, it had a good standing. Honestly, it probably could have done without the random shark sex and been just as fine. Um, Well, then it wouldn't be shark bingo. It would just be... Be like shark love Yeah. Shark. Shark obsession-o. Shark ho-ho. Shark ho for show. (laughs) That's the sequel. Shark Hofa Show. Uh, you know what? I didn't even talk about the author. I wonder if she has anything here. Nope. Is that her only book? That's it. Oh, man. That's what I mean. I don't think... I think she was a little disappointed in herself. 
Uh, when did that get released? 2014? I know I read wow. it in she like 2017 or 2016, I think is when I read it. That's seven years, Shauna. Mm-hmm. So, I ain't got nothing about the author. I don't know. But yeah, she I think had you're promise. right. It sounds like basically she like was like, you know what, fuck this shit. And she just like ended it. But I mean like, holy hell. Five out of five. Well, out of two reviews. Oh, two reviews. <clears throat> Never mind. I'd give it a uh, like a three and a half. I'd really give it a four. Well, I mean, I would give it more, but the ending is just terrible. Yeah, it, it's just, it's strange. Like, it don't quite fit. If there's nothing else I'm learning from these niche erotic novels is the fact that these authors really need to work on their book endings, man. I think that's a fair criticism of them, yeah. I mean, like, some of them are really on point, mm-hmm. but some of them are, whoa, that's really bad. Yeah. Like, I... I'm not even re- reading the book, and I'm fucking invested, guys. <laughs> I haven't read one word of any of these books, and, and I'm just disappointed. Aww. Like, well. the, the most important parts of a book of any story that's written is the opening and the ending. The most important part. It's kind of like when it comes down to, like, a movie. The most important part of a movie is audio quality. Because you can have the best visuals in the world, but if your audio sucks, people will not sit and listen to it. The ending could use a little bit of tweaking. Maybe another chapter or so. But that was um, Shark Bangos. If you guys would like to contact us about Shark Week, you can do that on itsliteraturebookpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can see us on our website, itsliteraturebookpodcast.com. Or Hashtag Shark Week. <laughs> or, that's Twitter. You can reach us on Twitter. <laughs> hashtag Shark Week. Uh, with, yeah, you could hashtag us mm. if you want to at It's Literature What are you posting on, char- on uh, Twitter for this? Mm, sharks, probably. You say when or what? what? Sharks. Whatever. With my their eyes rolling in the back of their head? Jabberjaw. So, that is us. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast today. Appreciate Apologize it. for the dog squeaker toys and Lucy. It's okay. They're just babies. Um, we will see you next time for our last episode of the season. Episode 10, which will be... We're not going to say it. No. that happens at the end of this episode. I don't want to... Okay, great. Because I don't have a book yet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you guys for listening so much. And thank you um, if you've been traveling with us from episode 1 to episode now. I like that. Um, Thank you so much for listening and for paying attention and for being consecutive. Yes. Uh, We will see you later, and yeah, have a great one, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Hey, guys, and welcome back to our last book of the first season. Um, It'll be 10 episodes, and so we're wanting to try a new thing called our Tingles for Tingles is like Chuck Tingle books every 10 episodes because they're just so good. So, our season finale book. Please go to your Amazon and buy this book. It is I Have No Butt, But I Must Pound by Chuck Tingle. Um, For those of you who get the reference, I'm sure you'll appreciate this book. I know I did. So, uh, join us later and we look forward to seeing you guys.